0: We live in an age of instant information. So isn't it strange that things have been hidden away from us? Governments think we need to gain a trust, but it's the other way around. Just take a look. Nothing tells us more than more data does. So it's important, it's all available to us. Plus, put up for debate and looked at by the public's gaze. Because there's a lot more to
1: Hello, to... once again, we start off this week's podcast with a quick note based on events happening after we recorded. In this case, the podcast that you're about to listen to is about Apple and Google's mobile strategy, but towards the end of the discussion, we briefly, very briefly, discussed Microsoft's strategy as well. And wouldn't you know it, the very next day after we recorded, Microsoft took a huge write-down and basically laid off thousands of workers who were in their mobile department. Uh, more or less admitting that it was giving up on its mobile strategy. It doesn't actually change the discussion in any real way, but in case you were wondering why we didn't mention it, that's why. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the TechDirate Podcast. I'm Mike Masnick. Once again, I wanted to give a shout out to those of you who have been sending in feedback and ideas for future podcasts, and to apologize if I haven't been able to get back to all of you. There's been some really great ideas, though, so keep on sending in your thoughts. This week, we're going to discuss one of the big fights between two Silicon Valley giants, Apple and Google. The two companies absolutely dominate the mobile ecosystem space, and while just a few years ago it seemed preposterous to think of the two companies as direct competitors, even to the point that Google's Eric Schmidt was on Apple's board, these days it's quite clear that they compete head-to-head in many very direct ways. A couple months ago, both Google and Apple had their big developer conferences in San Francisco at the same location, uh, a week apart, and multiple people noted how there was tremendous similarities between the two events and the products that they were announcing. Many of the new features that Google announced for Android were things that Apple had offered for a while, while, and many of the new features that Apple announced for iOS were things that Android users had enjoyed for ages as well. Still, there were some interesting and notable differences. Andreessen Horowitz's Benedict Evans repeatedly noted that both companies are climbing the same mountain, but from different sides. To Google, everything is about the cloud. More and more of its services and features rely on the cloud, and the device is secondary. Apple has taken a very different approach. It's focused heavily on the device itself, and it owns the whole ecosystem on the device. Its efforts in the cloud, however, are more minimal. And in fact, Apple tried to use this against Google by arguing that it takes your, that Apple takes your privacy more seriously by not putting as much information in the cloud. From my standpoint, however, what is most interesting is what this says about your view on business model and innovation models. I tend to believe that in the short run, closed platforms can make big breakthroughs and lead the way, as iOS clearly did, but it's difficult to keep that leadership in the long term against much more open platforms. Whether or not not Android is truly open, however, is a point for discussion. But the really interesting debate in this is about the business model. On TechDirt, we've long talked about looking for ways to use the abundance to make scarce things more valuable and to sell those scarce things. And one could make an argument that both Apple and Google are doing exactly that, though in very, very different ways. Apple is using the overall ecosystem and the fashionable nature of its products to sell lots and lots and lots of scarce hardware. And it makes a nice markup and is insanely profitable and is a cash generating machine. While it likely makes some money on its non-hardware offerings, I'd argue that most of that is a drop in the bucket to Apple's real business, which is getting you to buy its fancy and pricey hardware. Google is taking a very different approach. It's not, for the most part, selling scarce hardware, but it is selling a scarcity of its own, and that is generally your attention. So ramping up its power in the cloud, especially on mobile devices, as the platform grows even more important, gives it more power to continue to figure out better ways to get and then sell your attention. Which of these models makes more sense? I have absolutely no idea, but we're going to try and figure it out today with Dennis Yang and Hirsch Reddy once again. So let's jump in. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome back. So, do we think that, just you know, from an offhand standpoint, do one of these ha- do one of these companies have a better model compared to the other one?
2: Well, how how are we measuring it? Because if you if we're talking about market capitalization, I think that, you know the writing's on the wall. I mean, Apple is
1: or even right? profit, right? I yeah, mean, so it's, Apple is, is bringing, but but let's you know, but these things change over time. Do we think that is a yeah. sustainable market?
2: That is, uh, is Apple's lead sustainable? Is that your question?
1: Yeah. Wow, this is a really, uh, okay, if you go back far
2: enough, um, when the PC wars were first happening, right, when there was the first Battle of the Titans, which was Microsoft versus Apple, and uh, Microsoft sort of resoundingly won that battle before, you know, in the long run, Mm -hmm. perhaps losing it now, but they won it so why did they win it if you think about kind of why microsoft won it was because they took a very small part of the entire product a very narrow horizontal just the operating system and they sort of in hand to hand with uh, in sort of holding hands with intel they established a bunch of open standards, which allowed lots of little companies to innovate on hardware, Mm -hmm. to make it so that uh, the PC ecosystem delivered sort of more bang for the buck than the Apple ecosystem. But as Moore's Law has sort of kind of slowed down a little bit, um, maybe those hardware gains aren't that appealing to consumers anymore, right? So the argument is that now that that has happened, that this sort of advance has slowed, that, that maybe Apple actually can keep this lead. And what, and what lead are we talking about? The lead of basically aggregating all the layers under one roof, delivering a very polished product, which may not deliver the you know uh, the processor power to dollar sort of value mm-hmm. that that um, that a PC does. But regardless, consumers not having to care about that. Now, you, you can come at that from two places. You could say, well, maybe just for a moment in time, that's kind of frozen, mm-hmm. and the and and people really don't care that much about the processing power and the kinds of things, and, and the new hardware, by the way. It's not just processing, power, because you, you remember 3D graphics cards and GPUs and things like that came first on PCs because it was an open C ecosystem. It took a long time before we saw those even appear on, on Macs, right? Mm-hmm. So what is, the, is there going to be a new type of hardware that shows up that makes it, again, compelling to go to an open platform? And if, and, and if that hardware did show up, the open platform it would come out on first would be an Android, because it's not possible to come out on mm-hmm. Apple. So it's, it's really hard to predict like what's going to happen in the future. I actually think, and this is going to sound crazy, I think we're just around the corner from seeing something like that, either better cameras or um, some other kind of, of hardware that neither Apple nor Google has thought about that is only enabled on Android because Android is open. That's going to win a bunch of consumers, at, and 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 hardware preferences can change like that, right? So I think something like that might come around.
0: I mean, and some in some regards, like the the market, the PC market of like the '70s and '80s is a very different market than the mobile hardware market of today. Sure. So like, it's much more mass consumer today it's, gl- it's much more global much more global it can um, go to
1: you know lower ends of the market than- yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i think
0: that that's like part of you. if you look at the 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 platform choices and the feature choices of ios versus android like android continues to be kind of pushing on like hey we have this feature like copy and paste mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and i joke but like really like i think when you're building a product for the mass consumer versus the more tech savvy consumer um, you know, you really have to so, put so more focus on like brand and usability, and as opposed to like the the late like Hershey you were mentioning, like the 3D graphics card. Like nobody, like nobody cares. Ask ask, ask, anymore. ask any any you know iMac no, no, I, user I, customer what I, I kind of graphics cards it. they have. They have no idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't
2: disagree with that. That wasn't my point. My point yeah. was, if you look at the PC market, then right those innovations were relevant to the users then. They're not relevant to the users now, right? Right. They were relevant to home uh, video editors and all these guys. Today, the innovations won't be that style of innovations because the market is different. It's a much more mass market. The innovations will be things like, for example, um, I saw recently there's a company that places like five or six lenses on the back of your Android Mm phone, right? They make some kind of phone. And it generates a much better image using that, right? Much better than anything Apple could ever hope to deliver with their camera. Now... Is the Instagram user base small enough that, that that's still a very niche product? I, I would actually argue that like, for a lot of people, and not a small number of them, the quality of images that they can get that look very DSLR-ish, that look like wedding photographer-ish, um, you know, to use like mass market terms, those, yeah. c- those kinds of images um, really pop out on a social media or Instagram feed, and, and they might be willing to sh- you know, shell out another 15, 20, $50, whatever it is for that. And they might be willing to shift,
0: but but they but are they willing to do a platform switch? Right? Yeah,
2: that's that's exactly that's the. Uh, I would bet yes, but I I, I could very well be wrong so because b- you're right. There is a, a, an inertia associated with you know yeah. people wanting to stay on what they're familiar with.
1: And 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 I think that's interesting. But I'm gonna let me take a step back and let's go up. Yeah. To the because I think the, you wanted the to debate the, the businesses yeah. Yeah. versus it's, it's it's more not like you know are people gonna buy iPhones versus Android yeah. phones? Uh, you know I I want to discuss the. the the decisions and sort of the the way that each of these guys are climbing up the mountain, as as uh, Benedict Evans said. So you know, it's related
2: though. That would be my argument.
1: To some extent, it is, right? Because I think obviously the overall ecosystem and whether or not people are going to adopt it matters, and so things about mm-hmm. you know who's developing and and where the innovation is coming from.
2: Well, more than that, it is this. Is it? It is. Are you betting on the sustainability of mm-hmm. Apple to have this continuous design and and refinement edge over everyone else in the world? I, I right. think we could possibly be on the cusp of seeing some other small consumer companies uh, emerging as kind of like uh, you know like new apples essentially right like like you know some people could argue that the Pebble smartwatch guys are very good at design mm-hmm. maybe not that company but like you know perhaps somebody like a Nest although they got bought by Google I'm <laughs> trying to think of somebody that hasn't been bought but you see what I'm saying right like people that have a good sense of <laughs> yeah, industrial sure. design that kind of know what they're doing and they come out with something that's very focused and maybe seems innocuous to both Google and Apple when it comes out but in the long right.
0: run you look back and you say wow that was significant but, but like why hasn't that happened yet Like, imagine Imagine basically you're building on top of Android, right? Like, and you don't have to devote all of your resources into developing an, I, an iOS. And, like, why hasn't there been, like, a, an Android device that, that really focuses on good design? Oh,
2: see, I think from the perspective of sitting here in the United States, it seems like it hasn't happened. Yeah. If you go to India, and I was just there,
0: or if you go to China, or China, I it, mean,
2: there, yeah. you cannot believe. The yeah. way people look at the market, like, I saw a ton of people yeah. walking around with what they thought was the best smartphone in the world, and almost in a state of ignorance of what Apple has
0: produced. But maybe uh, maybe, it, maybe it is the best wh- phone for them. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. They they have these weird Chinese phones with, like, two SIMs in them, where you can, like, yeah. and they have, like, why would you ever need two SIMs? It yeah. just seems ridiculous. But they, you, they have two no, SIMs.
0: No, I think a dual, dual SIM card is, dual SIM phone is is a use case that I think a lot of my friends in New York have been talking about, like. Tons of people carry on a business phone, a mm-hmm. work phone, and a home phone. And a dual SIM phone has been something that people have been wanting for years. Right? I, so. I think
2: in India it has to do with the fact that you might not find the same network everywhere. Yeah. yeah, so like increasing yeah.
1: service yeah. coverage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's all sorts of things that potentially could be interesting. Right. But, I mean, the interesting thing is, right, if you do look in, in China and in India where the innovation is happening, it's because people are taking the open system and being able right. to do interesting mm-hmm. things with that. And they're even now, taking
0: as far as, you know, some of the Android implementations in China aren't even official Android implementations, mm-hmm. right? So, right. like, I don't know what the official word, it's like, is it licensed or something? Yeah, like there, there is
1: and um, and so basically i mean it's a it's open, open and yeah. that you can do things with it but there are limitations yeah. and some people you know pay it's attention t- to those and some some don't but but the question is how much of that you know are those innovations things that are going to feed back into the wider android ecosystem yeah. such that you know it allows it to to leapfrog ahead i don't know
2: well let's not talk about it in terms of just apple and google in terms sure. of because see the thing is really what we're talking about is if we're talking about their business models right google has a business model i think which keeps it immune from this red hot dog-eat-dog kind of hardware competition that's going on in Asia, right? Like, right. no matter what happens there, their yeah. services are built on top of it. And some people might clone some services, but there, a lot of people in India still go to Google services.
0: Right, and right. I think that that's what that's, Mike's that's point That's the is, point
1: right? that I was making, which is that whereas Apple, you have to bet on them continually designing the best hardware to keep on top, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas yeah. Google has taken themselves out of that and are let is letting the market competition handle the device design side of it. Right, right? And,
0: and just like you mentioned, it doesn't matter... How that market competition shakes out at the end of the day, the scarcity of attention with which Google is using to build their business is always there. Right. right. Like it doesn't matter who wins the hard. Like reward.
1: Google is not is not reliant on fashion,
0: whereas Apple is, and and Apple is winning and and lock in, right? right? So, well, well what's the lock in point actually? for for Apple? Right. So I mean, Apple's mm-hmm. platform is. You know, they're not allowing like anyone else to create Apple hardware. Right. Like their 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 App Store is really, really kind of you know constrained and moderated by them. Like there there is a sense of kind of lock in that, that you feel when you're on the Apple platform. And b-
2: you know, beside that lock in, which is, is sort of like you know, if you think about it, you know, as people buy these platforms and buy more and more iOS apps, you, like you were saying, mm-hmm. like that like platform lock in. Like I originally I was when I when I was people were talking about, Oh, I bought all these iOS apps I can't leave, I was kinda laughing about it. I was like, How many apps did you really buy that? Is it gonna matter if you abandon a few games when you go to Android? But really when with the sorts of apps that are coming out now, like you have design apps and all these things. Like, I actually, I don't think I can ever go to an Android tablet now because I've bought so many apps that, like, I use day-to-day that are, like, paid apps on my iPad, right? Like, yeah. I like you know, whether it's a music-making app or whatever, and I'm going to miss them. And I'm going to feel like I've, I really don't have... I have some things that are totally... There's going to be a hmm. vacuum if I go to an Android tablet. And it's even more so for my Mac, by the way, right? Like, my Mac, all my design tools, like, I, yeah. I don't know... How, I mean... It, it, that's going to be tough but but putting that to the side you know just to devil advocate the the stuff i was saying about you know google as being the better sure. business model that statement is true only if there aren't companies in china that figure out the magic of the sort of the cloud stuff right mm-hmm. and or, or in india or wherever i don't mean to say it's only china or europe you know wh- wherever and another competitor because if you look at recently there was this guy andrew Ing or I don't know how you pronounce Ng Ing? Yeah. Ing. Andrew Ing, who was like the head of Google's like deep learning program, mm-hmm. and, and I uh, maybe a year ago or something like that, he left to go to Baidu. Mm-hmm. And That was a huge surprise because he was a pretty important guy at Google, and I never thought that a Chinese conglomerate would be able to sort of attract a top researcher like that. but he went over to Baidu, and his statement that he said when he left and went to Baidu was that it's just easier for me to innovate here like I can just it, it, there's a lot more bureaucracy at Google, and these guys are just way more iterating way faster and the thing Baidu services don't like necessarily compare to Google's yet, but they mm-hmm. very quickly could, and in China, they have a lot of stuff that is I mean, essentially, they are the market leaders there, right? Not Google, yeah. right? Right For search and sure. all these things. And the question is, is if that's the case, and you're a Chinese hardware manufacturer, and even though Google's right, there's a ton of Android phones there, um, if no one's going to use, download the Play Store or use Google services, then... Google's kind of out of that market, right? They, right. So
1: Google, Google is certainly—you could say that there, there there are vulner vulnerabilities to their market position. There, I, I mean, obviously, any company there's always yeah. going to be some vul, vulnerability. Somebody else could build a better mousetrap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I agree with that. I the
2: the barriers to entry are higher in that business, though. Is what I would say. Like, there's there's not a thousand Baidu's. There's one. Right. Whereas there's a ton of and and
1: tomatoes. you do also. I mean, if you are reliant on sort of Google's cloud products. Again, you do have that lock-in, but in the cloud aspect to it, right? I mean, if all your photos are stored in Google's cloud, and um, you know, and yeah. those things are movable, but it's it. I, I don't. I I, I mean, know. from
0: the consumer side, are, are are Google and Apple really at at true odds, right? Because I'm I'm a I'm a customer of I have an iPhone and I use Gmail, right? Right. So, Me too. Yeah. Like, is that like from from a customer side, like, will Apple ever? prevent me from using gmail on their phone i like definitely not right
1: yeah i mean i think that would lead to consumer revolt yeah. um and people would get pretty upset about that but but there have been things i mean like they tried to get people to move off of
0: google maps right so yeah you know there are certainly right. and they do have unfair advantages for example the launch of apple music right mm-hmm. where this latest ios update basically was to launch apple music right um which feels kind of i mean is that is that anti-competitive? Is it unfair? I think it I mean, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it
1: does raise certain questions. I mean, who knows? You know, I, and I guess they already got in trouble for for their ebook efforts. So uh, yeah. maybe someone looks at them for their music efforts also. I don't know. I mean it may depend on, on some of the deals that they struck and yeah. um, and how that works. But how does
2: Microsoft get in trouble for tying for internet explorer (laughs) and apple doesn't get in trouble for
1: this i mean well different times well i think it's also market penetration right so
0: as as big as apple is you know android is still frankly bigger right now right so and again um, you also
1: look at like you know uh, android is bigger and then if you're talking about apple music in particular which maybe is another podcast for another day but i mean you already have a market that's dominated by spotify and youtube and and other players in, in that realm um so you know but, but who knows? I mean, it's a valid point that could be could be interesting. I mean, but that's they're, basically they're what Microsoft
0: time. did with Internet Explorer, right? So
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. No, we, we can discuss this it's, a, it's, another day.
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's a valid point. But you know, the, but you know and I guess some of this question is, I mean, maybe is too much of this question U.S. based? I mean, or probably right. U.S. and Europe based, right? I mean, how much iPhone penetration is there? Right, but uh, does
0: it feel like? I mean, with the launch of all of these other cloud services. Is Apple trying to hedge its bets against this kind of hardware thing? Right? Yeah, but does it feel that way? I,
1: I don't. I don't think so. And, and I'm open to people yeah. arguing otherwise. I, it feels like Apple is sort of, you know, it's a very half-hearted cloud. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's
0: doing or it. may, maybe it's a full-hearted continued. You know, once you're on iCloud, you can't use your Android for you know for your iCloud data. Well,
2: do you guys remember their social network?
0: They.
1: Which one?
2: They they tried to launch one. Remember, it was somehow tied into oh, the
1: music. Vaguely ping, yeah. ping. Uh, yeah, I mean. it, it was, was horrible. It was yeah, and I mean, people have joked about that with uh, yeah. with Apple Music, which has some of those kinds of features included in it. But um, you know, I, I I just think you know if you're, it's an interesting challenge, and if you're going to dominate the world and. and I think it's difficult to yeah. to to be in Apple's position, which sounds ridiculous. I mean, so like so what are the how successful the company
0: is? What are the differences in the world in, in world A, in which Apple wins, and world B, in which Google wins? Like what what well, are the main I mean, dif- f- what first it of
1: all, like? that's that's setting up a a, a, a yeah. situation that may not exist. Right, yeah, it doesn't, it
0: doesn't it's it's have true. to be one yeah, wins exactly. and the other loses, right? Right.
1: Because they both can certainly yeah. coexist. And I think They're coexisting today.
0: That's what it is now, right? right?
1: But the question is, over the long term, which where what are the trends? And again, like betting against Apple seems like a bad bet historically. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the past ten years, certainly um, that's a bad bet. But but does that continue? And and when I look at it, you know, there is something really compelling to the fact of like selling hardware yeah. and using all of these services, many of which are totally free, um, and and. You know, well-designed and really useful yep. and selling hardware, like I like that, right? I like the idea of using you know free or near-free services to sell, to a, sell a, a scarcity, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and very profitably, insanely profitably. Yeah. right yet,
0: yet you, you you know, if you're voting with the stuff that you carry with you, you have no Apple stuff really.
1: I, I have no Apple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, just explain that. Explain what? Why? How come you have no? I, it's just a, a, a <laughs> <laughs> personal preference. No, I mean, par- partially or just a factor of history. I mean, in terms yeah. of like, um, you know, I just never, I just never got into the a- Apple ecosystem.
2: I, I was a very late convert, right? Like my first Apple computer was uh, 2007, which is extremely uh-huh. late. Uh, and I bought it was a Ma- I bought a MacBook Pro, and uh, when I first used it, of course, there's like a little bit of a learning curve. But like within a week, I just realized that this is it was just better hardware than any PC laptop I had ever had, and I, I can't get a PC laptop anymore. I still build PCs <laughs> for gaming and stuff, desktops. Uh, when it comes to phones, though, even though all my every single one of my Android phone has had some kind of weird quirk that. That is essentially broken. Like the first one I got would hang up when you put the phone to your ear. It was an <laughs> HTC. The second one had <laughs> that r- seems like a problem. Yeah, it was a, a severe problem. But uh, you know, I, I, I stayed with it for at least a year. Then I got a second HTC, and that one uh, the battery life was basically like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have a Samsung, and it has some weird uh, domain uh, name resolution problem. Wait, you just, have
1: a Samsung? Yeah, I do. I have a, You I were problem. you were so insistent on HTC over Samsung. We're going. Yeah, way yeah but off yeah, but product. anyways,
2: <laughs> after these two <laughs> s- problematic. Phones, you can okay. understand why I might want to switch, but but. My wife has an iPhone, and uh, she has absolutely zero problems. And sometimes I'm very envious of that, right? Well, because she just makes she dials yeah. on her phone, and the phone call goes through, and she puts the phone to her ear, <laughs> and she doesn't hold it in some jaunty angle like I always am, because my cheek's going to hang up on the yeah. call.
1: Like, and well, I and think that's a that's a different. I mean, you know, I mean, my wife has an iPhone and i and an iMac also. So I mean, my household is not without Apple products. Yeah. Um, and but she has problems with. It. I mean, just last night we were trying. She was trying to turn off on her iMac and she couldn't do it and she had to like unscrew something to get the really? iMac to turn on. Yeah. That's weird. And you know so there are issues there. I mean but like my personal preference is not is not Defining the, you know this debate because yeah. I know like you know when I show up at a conference now like I'm the only person you holding a bad, bad. holding a pad very, un- <laughs> very unfashionable in my yeah but it's awesome and it has the little red dot to control which is <laughs> um. that's that's honestly like that's a driving force because I hate the stupid touchpads but anyway. this is a different discussion but the you know the the larger point that I, I I I think is that like again like yeah I like that business model but I also because you know, because you are using the abundant to sell the scarce. But I also feel that it is very much, it's reliant on that one company to continue to innovate in, in a way that... Where, where That
0: outpaces everyone else or beats everyone Right,
1: else. it has to outpace everyone else yeah. and where there's a lot of competition and a lot of changes and a lot of innovation. And also, in a product that is increasingly about fashion... Yeah. And and that's very difficult but, to stay
0: on top of the fashion heap. I mean, I think so there's a difference, right? There's there's fashion and there's style. Like style okay. style is is kind of persistent, right? Mm-hmm. And brand. And I would argue that Apple is more of a style and brand company rather than a fashion company, right? And especially like if you look at, you know, like long-standing brands that have that have stood the test of time like a Coca-Cola, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the kind of brand, I think the brand power that Apple Really has been built. You know, essentially, when when no, you but have, if you're talking
2: about fashion or style, as you say, yeah. name a product that that that's uh, that's something we wear or use as a fashion accessory or something
0: like that. That's like jams. You remember that? <laughs> that's fashion, right? No, so, but what style? In yeah, that but in style way. style is like Burberry, right? It's like something that's been around. But Burberry's for, they I think haven't changed their trench coat in like you know hundred years. Right? But are they still so, so popular? Yeah. yeah, Yes. I thought they so, kind of went off, but they they so come
1: and go, right? I mean, they go of, they go of. through phases. There's, there's right? some
0: there's some yeah a little bit, but. I think that that's. I mean, it's like, it is. It's, I mean, I would say Coca Cola versus. Like okay, but Coca
1: Cola is different yeah. to some extent yeah. because Coca Cola doesn't change, right? I right. mean, like they'll add these varieties, but Coca Cola is, you know, and
2: you can't make a fa- something I, that you wear or you wear to see like the the, the difference with fa- with style or fashion is that like you're right. There's certain things that are iconic, uh, but but even within the things that are iconic, like the classic, uh, you know, classic umbrella design, or mm-hmm. you know, a few things like this even they lose popularity they may still be around with a small niche crowd and then again come back into sort of the limelight and, and, and enjoy popular success again but they're oscillating like that but something but like the a brand phone.
0: The, the brands exist right
2: so yeah but but they're much diminished in the years in which they're not popular they're much diminished yeah. like so and,
1: and and I'll add to it right I mean you have the combination of two things one is that there is the fashion style aspect to it and they have to keep up with that and you know to some extent right Apple's been driving those trends right yeah and so but but they have to be able to continue that, and there's no guarantee. And the other
2: thing is, my very quickly, the phone that your grandfather used, just by definition, becomes unfashionable.
1: Right. So they they don't cross generations. Exactly. So you have that, and you also have to keep up on the innovation. So you have to keep up on both the fashion and
0: the innovation. I I would argue that, I mean, innovation as far as, like, as, as an iPhone user, like, I'm astounded by the number of features that I get as an iPhone user that Android users laugh at me because they've had for years. Right, <laughs> so so okay. innovation is not necessarily the driving force anymore for for technology. I mean, but the, but the, does that
1: always hold true?
0: No, it, I think for mature for okay. a platform like a like like mobile phones, smartphones are comparatively mature. Like I think it'd be very interesting to watch like the smart home battle. Right, mm-hmm. look look at or and or look at the TV, like the Apple TV versus uh, Chromecast, like you know battle. Um, look at Nest versus um, like Apple's HomeKit platform, which is actually very. The HomeKit approach is actually more, is more, more open well, than the Google approach of Nest. Well, not not right.
1: But so, right. well, but but so now Google recently at the same conference basically yeah. went you know more towards HomeKit because they announced like what, I forget what it's called like Weave, which is like their oh, Internet right, of right, Things right, right, platform, right. and mm-hmm. so they're trying
0: to open up right. as well. So it's not just Nest. So so I so I do think that it, it you know in the coming years it'll be very interesting to watch on these other fronts of battle, sure. like how the, how, how the strategy is to develop in it, you know? So. But,
2: but Dennis, I don't agree that, that these Android phones with their little random things are like true innovation. For me, the true innovation is something like, for example, when the first laptops came out, that was a true innovation in the PC space, not having an extra wider space key with a more click-clackity, you know what I mean? The, the kinds of, the flavor of innovations that Android phones have, have so far had are things like screen size, you know, pixel density, like uh, weird things
0: like... Co- copy and paste was really yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a good one. But,
2: but you see what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... We still haven't seen the Android phone coming out that has like yeah. a Sony RX100 style camera on it or something, right? But it just blows your mind, right? Yeah. With the F1.8. So yeah, so have, it's, it's no basically is, been right.
1: incremental, but, but, right? Yeah. Oh, the stuff that's been happening have been incremental innovations, not the sort of breakthrough yeah. major yeah, changes, exactly. innovations. And so I think to some extent, like Apple is susceptible... To competition there, where you can have big breakthroughs that that give people enough reason to switch. Whereas I think that and, and maybe that's true, b- but my argument is that in focusing on using, you know, the cloud and all this to, to make yeah. you know, to, to then sell your attention is a more sustainable position in the long term.
0: Because it doesn't matter what. What right. innovations and what hardware? Right, is there? because yeah.
1: no matter what other innovations happen, Google yeah. isn't reliant on being the one to do those innovations. So, so is it Google?
0: Can... I mean, is Google kind of wasting its time by by, by, doing, what? by doing this Android? thing? No, right? they have to do that no. because
2: otherwise they don't
1: have the the toll on the they but you know, they're
0: still the around in, in, in a world in which Apple owns. Right, and a lot for of, now lot because of, there is an Android. Right, I mean,
1: yeah. and I, I think yeah. they they still benefit from from the iOS. Ecosystem also, but they have much stronger. So what you're saying is, if in.
0: if they didn't, if they did not make this move to Android, you know, year, few years ago, mm-hmm. right now they would be beholden to Apple and Apple very would, much. Yeah, yeah. We've totally. Or,
1: I mean, at that point, it may have been Windows, may or Microsoft. Yeah, but like, where's where's, where's Microsoft? Then? Yeah, they're, exactly.
0: That's what I was
2: about to say. We've been. I, that was like the point I was
1: trying <laughs> to force in there. Was like this is supposed to be a Troika,
2: right? Like where's where's the Microsoft? Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> no, but like to some extent, <laughs> or like, like Nokia or
1: BlackBerry. Like, right? Well, Nokia sold to Microsoft. No, no, Microsoft. No, so but right, but yeah.
2: seriously with Microsoft, like you know, just to, they have a cloud, mm-hmm. and arguably they're better than Apple at clouds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and this is gonna be controversial, but on the hardware side and sort of the integrated complete sort of phone product side, if you look at what Microsoft has released. Um, a lot of people have said using the Microsoft sort of OS on their sort of more tightly integrated Nokia products mm-hmm. is a much more pleasant experience than using uh, Android on one of these sort of OEM products, right? Yeah, but what,
1: what market share do they
2: have? They don't have any, any but, 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 <laughs> but, you know, the point is, like, you have to understand, like, these kinds of things... Unfold over decades, sure, right? Sure. And and I don't think it's fair to sort of write off Microsoft. You okay. you guys could be right. You guys could okay. be right. But here's there's a couple of strengths that Microsoft has. I, I mentioned the cloud thing, but besides that, I think Microsoft, even to this day, in its DNA, it really knows how to interface with developers, make good tools for developers. Sure. Um. Yeah. And and that's one thing that I think both Google and Apple don't do as well as Microsoft does.
1: I, and I think I think that's a really fair point. So let's let's take this a step back and and. Say, if we're talking about those models of the scarce and the abundant... And how Apple's approaching it, and how Google's approaching it, how is Microsoft approaching it? Well, Microsoft—well, <laughs> this is the
2: bad part, which is that they tried to make the software right. the scarce resource, which is like the worst thing you can't do <laughs> exactly. it in the modern world. Which kind of really is is tough. But I think they'll. I, I th- <laughs> yeah. Right. They're. they're
0: right. Right. To and right. I mean,
1: that's right. Microsoft was built on that world, right? Yeah. Which was that they were they were selling the abundant product, right? Which yeah. was the software. Yeah. And that's why they've had trouble making the shift. But I think in the long run they'll kind of they'll they, okay. they'll find a way. I mean, you,
0: so they'll have to pick
1: one, is what you're saying. I, I think I think so. I don't think they can survive. Yeah, I, I think that their ex, even though they're Xbox product, I mean, is, I mean, I, I should I should qualify that remark. Right, Microsoft is a giant company. that's making a ton of money. They're, they're going to survive for a very long time. I'm saying, in this consumer mobile, space, the consumer mobile you know ecosystem space, in the high growth space. Let's yeah, say. they're they're a non-party effectively. Well, yeah, for I now, mean, for and, now, and and I'm, and they would have to make a, I think a pretty major shift, and and it's possible, and they would have to really shift consumer perception mm-hmm. tremendously. It's possible. I mean, to, to yeah. some extent, well, Apple did that. Okay, so but
2: can I just can I play a sci-fi scenario yeah, and just, and, and just play this for you guys? Imagine a situation in which we no longer uh, <laughs> care about the physical device because. The way we interface with things is kind of the Star trek right. way, where you sure. just talk. Or
0: the her, her yeah, way.
2: Right. her way, right? In that situation, um, Microsoft's uh, Cortana yeah. or, or Google's or, or, or Siri or Google's, what is it called? Google what's Now. It? Is, it, is it just called Google Now? Yep. She doesn't have a name?
1: Nope.
2: Yeah. Why is it even a she that Yeah, why? Well, what, what's what the... I <laughs> thought it was a female voice. Yeah. It?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But mean, regardless. Can, anyway.
2: IBM's Watson, for example, right? All of sure. these kind of AI entities, those are an interface, they are the device. And in yeah. that situation, um, all of a sudden, all these leads that Apple seems to have today of apps and all these other things, are kind of irrelevant, right? Because the thing is, is going to be sort of the smart thing that just talks to you. And we're not that far away from that, mm-hmm. right?
1: It seems sci fi ev- even Amazon is trying to get into yeah. that. Exactly. Oh, we yeah, Echo. Uh, yeah. Echo, yeah. right?
2: Echo, yeah. Dennis with the names always. <laughs> <terms>. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, but... um. But you see my point, right? Like things yeah. just very quickly change. I mean, even if you, if you think about how quickly Apple's uh, majority of their revenue stopped coming from the Mac line and started coming from the iOS line. It was almost like overnight, right? Like it was just, they released the iPhone and all of a sudden they were like, wow, the rest of our business is almost irrelevant. Like,
0: yeah, you know, and that and can change again.
2: So it, exactly,
1: right. And, and so if the argument is that the device itself actually goes away and becomes less important, which is a, a, a right. po- certainly a possible scenario yeah. if, it, if it's just a cube in your pocket, right? Or, yeah, or implanted or even in your implant brain. Like a, a oh, come on, we're not going there guys. No, I'm not putting anything in my brain. What, it's so, but not they, that could, I mean. W- w- so, what about a contact lens, right? I mean, yeah. you sure. could you could make all different arguments for right. what it could be outside. I mean, of how about the just a of pair phone? of Beats headphones? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. On that note. Yeah. <laughs>
2: anyway, but um, yeah. So that's my point there. You know, the changes to yep. come quickly, and then I think Apple's insurmountable leads don't seem that relevant anymore. I mean, if if you thought about it, uh, right before Steve Jobs took the reins. Yeah. And everyone was talking we about. Took the, the we retook took the reins. I'm sorry. Everyone was talking about the demise of Apple because they were just stubbornly sitting with these IBM, uh, sorry, these Motorola processors. I think they were using, right? They were really yeah. crappy. And the, then the power PC. the power like. PC stuff. Uh, and then Steve Jobs took the reins. He said, "Okay, we're going to become an Intel shop." And there was a few grumbles about it. And everyone thought, "Okay, this is going to be the key thing that actually drives Apple." But mm-hmm. really. Well, they, all that stuff—it it was an irrelevant sideshow, right? Like it doesn't even matter. Like the whole industry went a whole other way with the iPod and the yeah. iPhone, right? And so, it's exactly that we could be focusing. This a podcast could seem as silly as a conversation about the successor failure of Apple based on its choice of chipset. Would yeah, have been it, in that. I, I mean, you
1: know, and sure, and and every one mm. of these battles of like who's who's yes. in charge changes so rapidly over time. When I mean, you look back. You know, five, 10 years ago, everyone was talking about like, you know, nobody was even thinking about Apple, right? I mean, people were thinking about like, you know, Google versus Yahoo, right? It was, yeah. was a fight for a while or, you know, Microsoft versus Netscape, right? And so, you know, who's going who's gonna to dominate? And then, you know, five years later, neither is the answer. And so yeah. we could certainly be in a situation where that's exactly the case. You know, five ten years from now, where neither Apple or Google, you know, I'm sure they'll still maybe VR will take
0: off and it'll be like Oculus versus (laughs) Cardboard. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, Apple doesn't. does they have? Do they have a VR? Oh, they'll buy it
1: in two seconds. (laughs) Yeah, perhaps. (laughs) And and I and I guess I mean we've had this whole conversation without even bringing up like Facebook, right? Which which in some ways is is potentially a player in these in these fights as well. Well, they've bought a lot of hardware stuff. That's yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I think we're we're sort of out of time on this one. But uh, if any. Anyone wants to chime in with final thoughts? Or Hirsch, was that your final thought? I mean, I, you're I going either. sci-fi on us. Yeah, no, I think let that be my final thought. <laughs> Dennis, you have any final thoughts on this, <laughs> or I, you're you're all good? I'm good. All right. Well, I think I think it's interesting. I think uh, we'll have uh, a podcast to look back on five years, ten years from now. Um, you know, when we're up to like whatever episode a thousand and something. Uh, so, but once again, thank you for joining us, and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. That you.